The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix Podcast. Tune in today. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. to The Real Recap. This is part of The Real Pod and we are recapping Celebrity Treasure Island. We don't even need to say NZ because it's a local format, isn't it? That's true. I was thinking this week, it was it was so magically good that they should really give it a, try and give it another export. Like it's getting amazing and, you know, like maybe it's going to travel 20 years plus after the fact. Mm. This is, is it, honestly... What time does Celebrity get me out of here? Is it similar? Is it like strategy-based, or do they just have to eat I don't know. The time? I don't know, and I don't know that. I mean, I think the thing about Treasure Island is there's, there's this treasure hunt at the end, you know, and I'm not sure if that's the same with celebrity. With I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Never watched it, so I can't speak to it. But anyway, my name's Jane Yee. I'm joined by Alex Casey and Duncan Grieve, and we are, what, you know how, like, um, if you're a fan of the block, you're a blockhead. What are you if you're a fan of CTI? I think you've Trish. had to go see the doctor because you've got a nasty CTI. <laughs> <laughs> We're infected. <laughs> We're the infected. Oh, God, no, you can't say that. Oh, take me back to the good old days where we could say we were infected and it was fine. <laughs> We're like, I don't know, 16, 17 days in, uh, in island, on the island now. And... We start off with Lance striking up an alliance with Edna. He's kind of just like brought her into the awesome foursome without telling anyone else. Lance is just, it's a fire sale right now. Lance is just all over the shop. You get an alliance, you get an alliance. (laughs) The the highlight of the week is Lance sort of, you know, it seems like each week someone takes a turn to do the complete mental disintegration on camera and when he starts sort of, being unable to keep track of his lies and wondering if he's lost his whole identity. Beautiful. So good. So he also um, had a a sneaky night meeting with Chris Parker. (laughs) Chris Parker insisted on taking the GoPro with him. He was going to make sure that any um, sneaky chats were caught on camera, but then the battery died. Or did it? Yeah. And that seemed to genuinely happen? I don't know. Well, I I mean, I think knowing Chris, I think he genuinely wanted everything to be on camera. Yeah. So it must have done. It's very funny. It's very real pod. Right? Unless it was, like, easier for them <laughs> to recap it through Chris just talking about what happened rather than people mumbling in the dark. I don't know. It was very interesting, though. That's true. I get so confused whenever Lance talks anyway um, <laughs> just because his web of lies has gotten so convoluted that I'm just I'm an innocent fly just trapped by his, his lies. And then Chris went back and told the team, right, that it had all happened. Well, not all of it. He did, but he he omitted he omitted some key details. The key detail being that 
Lance really wanted Chris to become captain of Katipo so that um, he could be, you know, they could basically have the alliance straddling both power in both both camps, essentially. Um, that didn't, didn't quite work out. <laughs> I mean, me, it? yeah. It's very <laughs> up in the air towards the end of this week. I really, really like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like the way that all of these sort of alliances are disintegrating and they're all essentially practicing their their strategies, which are at once like quite sophisticated and super obvious. It's all happening in public. And I mean, well, we'll get to the end, but I, I, that, I don't recall, was last year, was strategy and alliances, was all the stuff as, as big last year? It seemed like they were just sort of blundering around and doing sort of world's strongest man stuff, and now it's got crazy heady. Yeah. I remember almost nothing from last year, to be honest with you. Uh, I just remember that Sam Wallace was on one. That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I have, a, I have a, a kind of a plot hole question. If they don't have time... If they've got no access to clocks or what time it is, how did they know when to meet on the hill? Mm. Mm. Nightfall? That's just asking just asking questions. Well, what about um, on the GoPro? Could the GoPro have had a little time time number? Yeah, but, but Lance display? didn't know that Chris was going to take a GoPro. I don't think they had a pre-GoPro sync your, sync yeah, your GoPro, but GoPro if you, clocks. But if you've got both got GoPros and they've, I'm just, I'm just trying to con- find an innocent explanation. Lance doesn't for have it. a GoPro. He does. Remember when? Yeah, because when the tsunami comes in, he's on the GoPro, and they, uh, and so that's why we've got footage of that amazing moment. But remember, Chris turned to the crew and was like, "Can we get a night vision camera?" Mm. I don't know. Something's anyway, going mm. main thing is Th- that, that, that Bree talked about her how to make a sandwich and it was really funny. Yes. Yes. She was right though. Yeah. Can I briefly mention right. just um the charity challenge? The charity challenges I think have been you know, we've got feelings about them, but this week my favorite one was <laughs> shoes. I love I love them. Just shoes. <laughs> I love them. I love them. We got we go from these extremely intricate and amazingly art designed team face-offs to like Grab a shoe. Like Grab it's just a like shoe. Group member's shoe. Iconic. That, that is really, really, like it feels like there was something went badly wrong. To, to, to grab a shoe for the game, but it's definitely <laughs> but a highlight. But Candy Lane's assertion, yep. I grew up handling shoes. <laughs> this makes me perfect she was, for uh, shoes. She grew up handling and selling shoes, um, and it was hers to lose, and lose it she did. Like, she just let down like her, all that training <laughs> that she did in shoe handling, just poof, just on the beach, just like that. <laughs> Edna is if, Edna's a funny one because she's so... Um, you know, she's such a major player and she's so outspoken, but at the same time has, has got no control over what's going on. She really doesn't know who's in an alliance with who. She's getting herself confused. She takes a very simple, straightforward clue at one point when she's talking about with Kimberly Crossman last week and then comes like, that's a cannon. And Edna's like, oh, I don't know. What's a cannon? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she's such an amazing character. You know, like she's overthinking it. Yeah, but also assumes that everyone else is so catastrophically stupid that they don't even know what an alliance or a strategy is. And and that, that kind of combination of having a real quite basic and very 
visible strategy, thinking that no one else would even understand what one is, is, is just a, an absolutely joyous thing to watch on the TV. I do like I do like how direct she is, though. I think there's, there's something to be learned from when she just bowls up to Brilliant. She's like, what is your understanding of what's happening here? <laughs> I was like, good job. Also, you guys didn't mention this last week, so I just want to register a complaint. When they were trying to put, when she was talking about putting Bryn and Chris up against each other in an elimination, um, and she then couldn't get anyone else on board with that idea, might have had something to do with the fact that Brinley was sitting right there. So no one's going to be like, great idea, Bryn, we're going to throw you under the bus. We're literally telling you about what we're going to do, and we're going to do just go ahead and do it and throw you under the bus right here in front of you. It's not going to happen. She should have had those conversations in secret mm. behind closed trees, you know? <laughs> That's just not her style, and I love it for her. Okay, team face-off, what did they have to do? I know that they had uh, they had got to have yum baguettes and they got to, uh, a losing team had to change captain as per. Um, oh, it was a giant... It was there was a, the official it was warning the t- as well. The, oh, official, official warning, warning for Chris and Lance. Yeah, look... Had that been two lesser players, they might have just chucked them off for the drama, but they're not going to do that with Chris and Lance. 100% they'd have gone. <laughs> um, tippy Maze, giant Tippy Maze. Great challenge. Art department, just fucking knocking it out of the park. And uh, Chris is thinking about, like, strategy-wise if he should be throwing a challenge, but he's just, like, morally can't. Can't bring himself to throw a challenge. Also physically couldn't with this Tippy Maze one. Physically can, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, it was very, very close. Repo won the challenge and Ange just yelled out, you weren't looking. <laughs> she was so cross. So good. It matches him so angry back. I was looking and you came second. Oh, he is just a born commentator. Like he's so good in the moment. It almost feels like New Zealand needs to figure out more to do with that man. Yeah. Because he's just unbelievably, like his commentary is Brilliant. It's so like good. It's way better than it needs to be. I just it's- need to interrupt this transmission for a quick second because I can hear a child wailing and they've been wailing. I've been waiting for it to stop. It's been going on for minutes and it <laughs> hasn't stopped. I think it's got to the point now and I need to go and see if I need to like call an emergency service if they're not sending to some <laughs> You're going to go out and there's going to be a by road you, you in your child. just keep chatting. Should we continue? I mean, it's not beyond the realms of possibility. Right. I'll be back. <laughs> BRB. Okay. Okay. So, so... They, they Katapua lose again seven times in a row, which is really quite something. And Chris, I, f- I found it really interesting watching Chris's lobbying mm. for leadership. When he, like, again, it seems to be a sort of slightly similar dynamic to that with Edna, where he just assumed that his charm or his argument would win over these women. And they're just, they're actually really, really freaking smart, which is how they've sort of, sort of survived so long. Yeah, there's... And... Uh, no, I was just here, it's like, just a whiff of desperation. Like, when he was like, I, he hit up Jess on the way to the toilet and was like, fuck for me. <laughs> and then just kind of left it. it sort of like, I think he just pushed it a little bit too hard. He did. And they were already smelling a rat. <laughs> and, and he, um, there was a, the desperation, but also like a kind of a confidence that, of, of course, I'm Chris Parker, I, I get this. I think if it, if it had been a close loss, it would have been okay. But the, the fact that it was like everyone against Chris... I just love it when they sort of let their guards down and stop being celebrities for a minute. Like when Chris is like, you know, 
it's, um, it's Team Chris. He's like really upset. That's just amazingly compelling TV. Mm. Fun fact as well. Apparently, when they did the first the captain's reveal, that little machine showed Chris as the winner, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh no, no, no! Sorry, that's not right." Oh, that <laughs> and they had to reshoot it. Oh, so it's like double brutal. Killed him, Maisie. <laughs> Maisie, you need to go. I'm working. <laughs> Maisie, you need to get out of here. No, she's all good. Oh my she's gosh, all I'm good. Guess what I just went to do? What's that? Wipe a bum. Oh! Wipe a bum. So that was just like a long sort of toilet scream that you'd been ignoring. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Lockdown, baby. I don't feel guilty. I don't feel guilty about that because it's seven years old. That's a lesson learned. You need to be there. You can do that on your own. Yeah. You don't need mum involved. Yeah, it's just because you want mum involved, not because you need. Yeah. I suppose everyone's got you know, specific mental health needs at the moment. And that's one of his. Can you go away if you're going to chat? Go, go, into your room. I, um, okay. Um, this is the also the episode where you start to see Katapur swinging around, like go from being like the loser team that's got no hope. And because it's amazing the way this week that dynamic shifts and Repo just, it completely falls apart. And Katapur reveals itself as way stronger than we gave him credit for. Mm. It's just Lance's lies. He, he should have just kept lying. <laughs> he should have kept lying. And you know? there was a point when he was like, when he had the, his his crisis where he was like, you know, I can do all these things, but what I'm good at right now is lying. And I'm like, yes, don't have a moral dilemma about it. Now's not the time. Keep it going. Yeah. You're in blood steeped so far or something, Shakespeare. Like, just keep <laughs> going. How good is uh, Joey, Joey D? I, I, I think he's my MVP of the whole series. Mm. I just love him. And uh, that that face to camera in the moment he does where Lance hasn't told the truth since he got here. I don't even think his name's Lance. <laughs> yeah, so that was good. so good. <laughs> Especially because it was like cut right um, after Ed was going, Lance is the worst liar. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> He's obviously an extremely skilled liar. Um, we found out during the captain's test that Jason Gunn has spat chia seeds in Lana's mouth, that Lance has held up J-Lo by the bum with one hand, which I watched. And um, I went immediately onto onto YouTube and searched that. And I also searched Lana singing the national anthem before a rugby game, which was like a um, like a radio. She lost a bet with Jason Gunn and humiliating, I'm sure. Banter. Was that part two of the chia seeds? She, she, <laughs> she didn't. She didn't get. She didn't get the. Uh, she didn't get the job because of her singing voice, bless her. But she did well, better than I would. I uh, also enjoyed um, uh, Bray's. Oh, sorry, sorry, Lance. I think it's just one of the names that you dropped. Yeah, so. I dispute that because he was forced to drop. The, it was he in didn't. the game. Well, no. Well, except for they provided the facts, didn't they? They would have provided at some point. They no, would have provided they the would facts. have. The producer would have found it. Nah. Do you think? The producer, nah, I reckon they have found it. They would have been asked. Oh. The producer would have done okay. it. Either nice. way, lovely line. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy, Bray. Lance won that challenge because Lana, as it turns out, doesn't have 258 puppets in her garage. Uh, and we move on to the next step. Chris starts this episode the way we left him in a huge grump. He's uh, all team Chris now and he wants to stay in bed. He's homesick for home and for his spiritual home of Repo. 
Um, and then they, we have this amazing cute exchange between Chris and Bryn over the rocks. It was very which, cute. Wildly cute. It's, a, it's such a lovely portrait of a friendship, that one. Mm. And the little Tim Tam, yeah. little Tim Tam bundle getting biffed over the rocks. Oh. Also just horrible. To die for. <laughs> they risked everything. Yeah, yeah, they did. They could, that could have been uh, a second strike for Chris. The, um, the, the weather is so bad. Mm. For so long, like it's really yeah. drenching, heinous rain uh, during these these episodes. Yeah, this is the problem of recording in a New Zealand summer, right? It's like no guarantee sunshine. Oh, What's all right? I enjoyed watching it. Tsunami, yes, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we'll get to that. Ange, actually, um, Ange, as we know, um, spoiler alert, Ange does end up going home, but she, man, I reckon she was a pretty powerful player. Um, she shouldn't have put her hand up to, to go into the elimination. I don't know why everyone's putting their... F- I would be, like, sitting on my hands. I'm like, if I'm not in the elimination, there's no chance I'm going home. Like, why would you do that? I they're just bored. Mm. But um, she she figured out that Lance was wanting Chris to be captain. Like, she was on mm. to Chris the whole time. Everyone else is just like, oh, Chris is like, we just need to bring him into the fold a bit more. And Angel's like, look out, I smell danger. She's so in the game. It's brilliant. And like when when uh, when they finally won the, the team face-off, her celebration was honestly like, I've seen NBA players at the ends of their careers win a title for the first time who were less stoked than Ange was. Uh, winning, winning that competition. And when Didn't she, she like, say it was the best moment of her, like one of the best moments of her yeah, life? She said, "When I look back, one of the best yeah. moments of her life." Unironically, yeah. oh, but you know so what? That, that, what? What really hurt was that the other team threw. I know. <laughs> like that's yeah, it's brutal. Like, how is she going to feel watching that back? I feel that they redeemed themselves in the next challenge that they won, like fair and square, you know, legitimately. Um, but this one, yeah. But can we just, just quickly, I don't want to spend any time on Eagerly except to say Chizzo is <laughs> like a loose unit with the facials and the screaming when he's like smashing eggs on his head. Like he, it's like he's been just gagging to get involved in the challenges. Yeah, there's no need to. Knew this is one there's shot. no need for him to be involved in that. It's just like, no, no. He loves I'm it. smashing it's, some eggs on my face. Honestly, I, I, egg roulette has got to be the first clause in his contract. Like, I will not do this unless you let me play egg roulette. Like, he loves egg roulette so much. And I respect him. And I also love how Ange just, Ange smashes a boiled egg on her head and then just eats it instantly. Immediately. Like, I'm not shell and all. Shell and all. Uh, and I am sitting there thinking, has that been refrigerated the whole time? Because the last thing you want on CTI is having to spend like two days in the poo game. You know? um, anyway, when Kat's boat completely, like the, the wheels came off their boat completely <laughs> and they ended up like hitting inland <laughs> and also out to sea in a different direction all at the same time. Um, but I just might have to make another note that the prize was fish and chips, right? Yum. Fish and drips, fish and chips and soft drink. Like, what is happening? Why not say ice cold fizz? Why would you not say ice cold fizz? I reckon Chizzo has trademarked it, and that was another part <laughs> of the negotiation that didn't go his way, was that they were going to have to pay him a huge fee to use that IP. <laughs> so Yeah, so now they're using this off-brand uh, soft drink yeah, term. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hate it. I hate it. Every time they eat something... I crave it. Oh, Every time when they're eating so baguettes, when they're fish and chips, when they're making pasta, I'm just like, I need that food right now. They are eating a lot better than I am. <laughs> Chris's spag bowl, like, you know, <laughs> doing the spices and all that. I was like, that. Yeah, it's just putting in some chili Delicious. flakes. 
Delicious. Um, Chris did go absolutely mental during this challenge, though. (laughs) He really does, yeah. (laughs) No, Ange, you're wrong! (laughs) She was wrong. She was wrong. It's so so funny. Yeah, she was on the wrong, she was trying to turn the boat the wrong way. (laughs) Um, So, um, fair enough. But, yeah, it was... It was real tense there between like Chris and the ovary agreement, um, but they won, and then it was all fine. Uh, and then we had the elimination challenge, which was stacking monkeys, um, and this was uh, Lana's choice as captain chooses Joey D and Jess. And what a play putting Jess in there! She was just if you need someone just, to stack monkeys, mm. Jess is your girl. I mean, that's two of the strongest players and the whole thing up against each other. I did think it was it was really interesting watching the dynamic between Joe and Lance because Joe clearly wanted to be saved but didn't want to have to ask and Lance clearly was torn between wanting to save him but he kind of really needed to be asked because he also knows deep down that Joe's super strong and he, Lance really wants to win. I don't reckon uh, it was so, that. Like, I don't reckon it was Lance play, like, like, I don't reckon he was throwing Joe under the bus in any way. I reckon... He just misread when when Joe was like, all good. He was like, all good, you know, like, come on, like, you know, like, I'm all good to do this, but I don't really want to. And Lance was just like, oh, Joe wants to do it. He wouldn't let me save him. I'm like, I don't think that's what was happening there. I think, like, I think Joe wanted you to save him. Oh, I had the opposite. Huh? I thought Joe just wanted to do yeah. it. He thought it'd be fine. And he was just being naive. Well, I think he, he did initially. And then the closer it got to it, the more you could sort of see him going, oh, this could actually just be the end. But either way, I think the fact that we could watch it and all kind of come away with slightly different readings on it just really speaks to just how completely wrapped up in his web of lies Lance is. There's no idea what... It all could have been solved with, like, I mean, the number of conversations those two have had, just like a very definitive, if you get put up, do you want me to save you? Yes or no? You know? Like, Mm. just beforehand, yes or no? You know? But that obviously wasn't one of the conversations that they really nailed down it was um joey got in his head and he ended up going home it he was, could not uh, stack those monkeys for love nor money it was he really got a catastrophe so my tw- did you i mean obviously this happens a lot but i really want to stack yeah, those monkeys. I, was, yeah. I was going to say for my 12th birthday i got a wooden stacking elephant do you know that, that that's just like a little rectangle of elephants that have been cut out very similar to the monkeys but a little bit chunkier and you can stack them in all different ways again i mean i have my life has been prepped right I can mm. stack yeah. some animals. Put me on the island, you know. You're a celebrity. You're for a celebrity. For, for crying out loud. I'm, I'm not, but I still want to do it. There's a reason you paused. <laughs> <laughs> um, who made those monkeys again? Art department. Amazing. Like this is international standard set design. Uh, I have a question for you guys because there's so much talk about alliance this week. If we were on the island, but we could only align with one mm-hmm. of the other two. Who would you align with? Like Alex, who would you align with out of me and Duncan? Oh, with each other, not the current celebs. I feel like Duncan would go too hard too early and get eliminated. <laughs> so true. Yeah, you know, um, like, <laughs> no disrespect. No. Whereas I think me and Jane could be the sort of the, the candies. The, 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 the over-agreement would uh, hold strong. I, I'm, like, incredibly aggressive player at everything I do. Like, we've got this kids game called Rat Tat Cat or something, where you, which is kind of like a, like a baby version of... Um, 
poker kind of thing. And I just find myself invariably just calling from the start. And it's never worked for me. Like I just, <laughs> but I'm just, yeah. I, so absolutely correct. You should align with each <laughs> other. And I would eliminate myself almost immediately with some wildly aggressive move to try and win from the I'm start. I'm not going to ask you who you'd align with, Duncan, because <laughs> I think that's unfair. I don't want to make you choose. Couldn't choose. Um, AKA, I don't want to know that it's not me. <laughs> uh, episode 18, we start with some chat about um, who, who put on their out-of-office email and who didn't. And then we uh, face with the fact that we're now down to even teams, teams of five, and Candy's just happy. She doesn't have to sit out anymore. If I was anyone on this show, I would be Candy. But the difference is, I mean, I did sell shoes, so already we're on the same page. But um, I <laughs> would be quite happy to sit out of everything. That's the difference between Candy and I. I'd be upset about that. Yeah. Except for if it, you know, if there was a stack of monkeys or whatever, I'd be fine. But in terms of like... The thing with Candy being sat out of everything is she sat out of everything but the um, elimination challenges. Yeah. It's like really harsh. Like you're too useless to play these things, but I'll put you up for elimination just to get rid of you. And then every time she wins, she's like obviously a player. Mm. Oh, I'm I'm seething for yeah. Candy at the moment. She's also sat out of every conversation as well. So you can imagine if that's the only time you get to do feel like you're doing something that you might want to be put up. But God, the redemption and But to mm, be fair. What's coming for Candy and Buck is so to good. To be fair, Candy and Buck don't seem to have any strategy at all. They they seem like what are they talking about? When everyone else is off like having a nice time or doing like major strat chat what are candy and buck doing like what are they talking about they're talking about how they have sore knees and hips <laughs> honestly <laughs> i want to see a supercut of all the candy and buck chat <laughs> and i want to use that as a trailer for candy and buck a new reality show which is just candy and buck having a chat that's what i want to watch on my oh tv my God. Like, what do they think okay. is gonna ha- like yeah, I don't know. They're just like, do they realise what they're there for? Do they know what that what this all leads to? Do they know that they have to kind of try and be there at the end and win something, or do they are they just like, I'm just I'm just on an island doing games with some children? Like, what is happening? But maybe that's perfect. Yeah. Maybe that gets you to the end. I mean, look at the fucking whiz last season who <laughs> <laughs> ended up in the finale. Like, so confused. Also, we're top ten, and Candy and Buck are both still there. You know, <laughs> yeah. So I can't argue with their non-strategy strategy. <laughs> Um, okay, then there was this that charity challenge, eat, throw, smash. Oh, it was a bit boring, that one. Didn't love that one, so we'll just move on. I like Lance eating a leaf. That was uh, good. Oh, hang on. No, one, I, I do have an issue with this. Buck won this one, but he didn't break the leaf on his head. He just, like, rubbed his forehead with it, and it flew back. It's yeah, like, it was hey, weird. <laughs> cheated. <laughs> very, very loose rules. Okay, tsunami warning. I was just living for Lana and Andrew's broadcast on this. You know how they they started, like, out of their ad break, with the pack shot, like the Treasure Island kind of logo, and they did that, you know, mm. with Lana going, there's been a snake. And I thought it was a real news broadcast at first. Same. I thought it was News Hub. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. TVZ News. <laughs> <laughs> saved it. Don't worry, guys. Saved it. <laughs> wow. 
plants. Um, they all get I also take- loved Lance filming himself panicking and he's like, do we need to bring our families? I don't know anyone's number. Like, <laughs> it was so good. Have we ever, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to like bring into question the good work of the civil defence unit, um, but have we ever had a tsunami that's kind of like done more than a little, little bit of a swell onto the seashore? Well, it only takes one. Um, well, that's true. <laughs> that is true. And I suppose there's yeah, there's a bit of dog boy who dog boy who cried wolf going on with our tsunamis, and and one day the, the one will come. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, okay. If you if you if you if you're told to go to high ground, do so. There you go. Um, <laughs> so reluctant to, yeah. to allow the to, to no, I'm just saying it's anti-civil defence <laughs> no, no, I just asking questions. Crazy reveal. No, I was just more like, was, was Lance's panic justified? Um, yeah, it's a real do- boy who cried dog situation for sure. There's <laughs> an abundance of caution, call to the higher ground, and they went up there. That was that- a fucking scary morning, though. Do you it remember was. that? Like, it was so intense when that happened, it. when there was that giant earthquake in, like, in the Kermadex or whatever. Yeah. Ever, like, it, was, it, was, it was quite a big was moment, and Kelly Allen, you know, jumped in with a cool jacket. It was, oh, yeah. It was a whole thing. It was a massive now. thing. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, seems like so long ago. Because now, now we've and now we've had both the, the level four announcement on the block and the tsunami on the uh, on Celebrity Treasure Island, which is I know it's quite fun having a bit of real life in your reality TV shows. Mm. Got to say. Okay, so real life came in when they got up to the field, got to see like cars and just a different vista, and were suddenly like shocked out of their kind of uh, Treasure Island bubble for just a wee moment. It must be very surreal. Like, they've been there for two and a half weeks. It's, a re- it's quite a long time. Like, that's longer Especially than any single game I've been on. Yeah. Um, and I also wonder if the locals were like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, like, would, would they have noticed, like, there's this giant cluster of celebs under I, this? It still looked <laughs> like they were in the middle of nowhere. Like, it's not like there were houses around, you know? Yeah. Um, but they did see, you know, they kind of, like, were looking at each other's interactions as they sat there under their gazebos. Um, Lana was quite taken with the steel mm. pole. Just like, whoa, steel pole. This is not <laughs> what these were like. Um <laughs> When 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 they were told it was safe to kind of return, they went straight to a face-off. Uh, and this is the one where the spag bowl was up for grabs. And this is where Lance offers the opportunity for the other team, for Katipo, to buy his throw the captain in the elimination ring scroll. And he tries to sell it for four pirate gold coins. They don't take it. He tries to sell it for two. They still don't take it. They're not going to put him in the elimination up against themselves, are they? Why would they want to do that? He's such a strong mm. player. No, I was like quite confused by all of this. Like, I didn't get why he was so angry. Yeah. Why did he even want to do it? I just don't. I'm confused. Well, like, we don't even know if this is another pirate. Market. I think he, maybe he was like, <laughs> yeah. he, like he had a guilty conscience, and maybe was like, I need to just throw myself in the elimination ring and actually earn my earn my keep here as as someone who's not just lying to the team but doing something to win because he. He hadn't won any charity challenges either, and I just That's think he true. was like doubting himself. I but think also, also the weight of being captain for so much of the season and having to be the one making the decisions, while also being in the middle of this gigantic web of lies that he cannot keep track of anymore. There's amazing quotes like, "My strength is lying right now." 
I'm starting to question mm. myself as a human. So, so good. yeah, and that's when he mentioned about calling calling the um, the therapist on the phone. So they have access mm. to therapists on the phone at any time. Um, and it's just interesting actually seeing. We get told this, don't we? Whenever there's like married at first sight and everyone's world falls apart, we're like, that's when the the production come in and say that everyone's got access to counselling. Um, and this is like it actually playing out. You know, yeah. and they broke down the fourth wall again. They've done that quite a few times, which I have really enjoyed. Very much enjoyed um, that. Okay. This is the actual human centipede. We had like a mini human centipede in an yeah, earlier. This, this, this was a crazy. I am <laughs> amazed that no one broke a limb, like by being crushed or being like wedged in between something mm. and it just snapping. Like huge health and safety risk. Worked out all right. Um, but I laughed out loud, like a hearty laugh when they were, when they did that aerial shot, they all squished in one spot. And I was just like, there is literally just a little mini manga of celebrities all tied together and tangled up. Like what is, what is that? Really it's like a rat cake. But they were all wearing the shreddies is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I love that line when um, Lance is like very close to Edna's butt and he was like, Edna, oh, and she's like, I'm about to fart in your face. <laughs> I really like their friendship. I, <laughs> I think it's a great dynamic. <laughs> is that what it is? It's something. It's something. Carterboy genuinely won this one, thanks to Lana's amazing um, skills at throwing beanbags onto barrels, uh, which she, she gained those skills by throwing mullets into barrels. When she was a child, their father fishing. Like this is, uh, you know, you never know when your skills are going to come into play. That's all I'm saying. Um, suddenly, with the win, Chris is Team Katapo again. He's all like back in the fold, seeing that the strength is in there with the ovary agreement, and he's realised that actually maybe this is not a bad place to be, especially when Candy and Buck are both on the other team. Amazing scene. Um, then we had the truth bombs. Kudos to the graphics department for the for the lovely uh, truth bombs that went off throughout this thing. Um, so what happened? Bryn drops Edna in it and reveals that she <laughs> has um, that she bought a mystery scroll or something. Oh, went in the pirate market. <laughs> yeah. Edna revealed the ovary agreement, and Bryn was like, "That was a secret." Edna, Bryn had told Kim. Kim told Edna. Lance says, "Well, Jess still owes me." I feel like revealing he'd been protecting Jess. And Buck and Candy are just like, oh, the fuck, we have no secrets. We have no strategies. We have no alliance. What's my name? What's my phone number? Where am I? Like, <laughs> like they, I feel like they're just like, but the rules are that we're all in a team, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I would have liked a warning. <laughs> um, She's right. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> we're not even at that, but this is even before the challenge, though. This is oh, when they're all sitting there and right. all the truth is coming out. And that, that, that's, you know, like ultimately I think what happened in the challenge was, uh, you know, a result of all this kind of crazy lying that's been going on in Repo. Like it's been mm. looking, it's all smoke and mirrors. They've been looking so strong. But really on the inside, it's just eating them alive. Um, Katapo throws stress rocks into the sea. And then what happens? Oh, we've got the elimination challenge with Ange and Edna. Uh, supposed to be Edna, but then Lance saves Edna and puts candy in. Brutal. So brutal. Um, So sad for candy. So sad. It was so savage. And it was 
I mean, Candy's redemption in this is amazing. That ball, that looked like a very stressful challenge. Uh, the ball going down, the ball's all going down the track. They both did very well. She's a, well, she's a dancer. Candy like, she knows how to move her yeah. limbs. But I, I worry about Candy. Like, this is now quite a long, sustained period of, that's the kind of thing that could have you go away quite insecure and, um, you know, in a, in a way that, Mm. Uh, yeah, it feels feels really yuck. What's where where it's got to? Um, well, that's Unless true. she wins. Extremely team candy at this point. <laughs> um, production gave away that Candy was going to win that because they've been teasing that exchange between Candy and Edna. Mm. It hadn't played out before the elimination, so um, that was a bit of a tell. But anyway, that that face off happened after the elimination. They come back to camp. And Candy is seething, and rightly so, that she just didn't get any... She's, it's not even like she didn't want to be there. She's like, I just want to know in advance. If this is the plan, mm. let me know so that I can go in there in that mindset. Um, and she said she... Oh, sorry, Candy said she felt more supported by the other team, which is crazy mm. that that should be the situation. And um, Lance kind of mumbles out a sorry, and uh, Edna's seemingly completely... Um, sympathetic towards Candy's plight. It is in character. Just as like, you've got to use, yeah, it's like, it's all about strategy. And she just got super, super angry. Um, Yeah. She said there's, you know, there's other strategic strategies going on. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) She was hit up. She was hit up. (laughs) And Brindley was so upset. Brindley was so upset. And I really felt for her that kind of thing where she's like, oh, I felt like I, you know, Mm. got along with the cool kids and whatever. Um, I'm not sure that I ever felt that Candy and Buck were her like her, her original like homies. Oh, sure. <laughs> that was kind I of what she was alluding to. It was more to. like just that anyone, excluding anyone on that that basis, just didn't feel like yeah. the way that she tries to it's true. go about things. And also, just the way that Edna was speaking to Candy felt quite sort of de- dehumanizing. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, it did. And then Buck <laughs> kind of stepped in to um, to stand up for Candy, and, and Edna just turns around and says, "Why are you so aggressive?" Now, normally I'm not into, you know, like I, I, I'm not into calling women aggressive, but she had been a little bit aggressive towards Candy as well. So the whole thing, it, it was just an ugly scene. Like when when Buck said, "I'll just sort of go right through you" or something. It also was like a bit tense. But yeah, it was one of those things where, like, it was an ugly scene. No one came out of it well. It was also just amazing TV, and I'm really excited to watch next week. So, what are you going to do? I know you were. I know you were saying Edna's in character, but she also turned around to camera and was like, "This is off-camera chat," and continued, like as if to say, "I get to, cut. I get to call the shots here. What I want to say, I don't want to be on camera." Um, so that you, you know, that's that's how she really felt. It wasn't just character. Mm. Anyway, watch this space. I mean, Buck Buck's assertion that it's he's like it's dog eat dog. Well, I'm a big dog, and I can eat a lot of meat. Was one of them it was quite unhinged um, and I loved it and they are all absolutely losing the plot I cannot wait for next week every week gets better thank you so much Alex thank you Duncan thank you to our lovely celebrities that are stranded on the island because without you guys lockdown would suck even more than it already does thank you Cornies for listening we'll be back next week bye bye thank you Jane oh and thanks Tina thanks Tina for editing this Kia ora e te iwi, te ahe butler here. 
podcast manager at The Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spinoff member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spinoff Podcast Network.